Welcome back to Killer Conspiracies mini episode. Oops. I've re-recorded this episode like five goddamn times because that dog keeps shaking. My kitten keeps messing with my keyboard. Brian called me. I had to upload the the podcast we just did. It's all crazy. But anyway, I want to give a birthday shout out to Amelia, a friend of mine. Happy birthday. Anyway, today we're going to do a fun prison horror stories. I've read some of them. And so I'm just going to scroll through this Reddit feed. And we'll get into it. First, a fun fact. Did you know the first KFC was built in Salt Lake City in 1952? 54? Something like that. I hope you also like my beer light my 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 woman gave me. Anyway. Oh my god. Juno, come here. Let me take your collar off you. You're driving me nuts. Okay. Be free from your collar. Anyway, let's get into these stories. I was once in a South American prison. There were a lot of drug addicts. They usually sold their food in order to buy more drugs. So they were always hungry. One day I was eating my lunch. Rice and a leg of chicken with some beans. Excuse me. When I finished my meal, there were some chicken bones left on my plate and a drug addict approached me asked if I could gift him the chicken bones. So I lent him my bones and he started eating them. Gotta do what you gotta do. I I did forget to mention. I posted on the socials that I had a Ted Bundy conspiracy because Mount St. Helens erupted. In 1980, and his victims were on the Cascade Mountains, Taylor Mountain, and that was part of the Cascade Mountains, so maybe that fucking blew some of the evidence away. I don't know. Think about it, though. What was I also going to say? I don't remember. Oh, this last, one of the other ones I recorded, I read a story where this guard suplexed this fucking dude into the ground and killed him. He threw him on the ground twice, and there's a video of it, and I saved that video because it's fucked. I can't show it on the YouTubes, but man, oh man, that was crazy. Crazy. Um, so yeah, it's just, there's some crazy shit on here. I actually need to save this whole post so I don't lose that video in case anyone wants to watch it. You can email me and or I'm scared it's going to fucking make me re-record this if I go out of the, the link too long. Ooh, please don't mess me up. Please don't mess me up. Please don't. Please don't. Is it still recording? Oh, thank God. Okay. Fuck, that scared the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. Because that's I didn't realize when I'm recording on my webcam it'll do this. Anyway, let's get back into the stories. Quit mumbling, because I mumble a lot. Scroll, 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 scroll. A guy got stomped to death 
my first day in, two guys were fighting or in rival gangs. The guards didn't do anything until the guy was getting stopped, stopped breathing. Then they came in and took them both away, one in a bag and one in cuffs. That's what happens. Dude in the cell next to mine tried to kill himself with a sharpened pencil. He just kept stabbing himself in the chest but couldn't get deep enough. He was hauled off by the COs, kicking and screaming, begging for death because he's going to be deported. And someone commented, wonder why he was so scared of back home. I don't know. Not jail, but I knew somebody that was locked up in juvie who was connected to the cartel. Apparently he got deep into deep shit when he lost hella product. And the cartel was just waiting for, for his ass to come out of that MF. Just spell motherfucker, you dumb bitch. They killed his... Oh, fuck. They killed his mom while he was on the phone with her. He tried everything in his power to stay locked up because it was safer than going back home. Damn. I worked with a guy that went to prison for a few years for running things for the cartel. He never knew what he was transporting. <laughs> My kitten just did a funny thing. He said they just gave him two locations. The first was was where a car was parked, and the second was where he was to drop it off. He got pulled over, and the cops found a lot of drugs. He refused to cooperate and took the prison sentence. When he got in, he always had all the money he could possibly spend, put on his books by the cartel. Within minutes of being in, he was approached by some guys that told him he was under their protection with no strings attached for his entire sentence, and that they already made sure that everyone knew if they fucked with him, they were getting fucked up. So yeah, and now my kitten is crawling up my back, and now it's on my shoulder. I don't know why he does this. Maybe because we found him in a dumpster. I don't know. Socks, what are you doing? What? Anyway, there was a woman who decided she no longer wanted to be forced to be a prostitute and started selling, started telling other women to stop doing it too. They burned her alive in a dog cage. In a place where the other women could hear her screams. Wow. Coming back from canteen, this scary looking wild eyed dude steps across and tells me to hand over my tobacco. I laugh and say no and walk by waiting for him to do something. Nothing happened. A few minutes later, same guy opened some poor dude's stomach with one slash. He was lying there trying to hold his guts in. I saw the fear and panic in his face. The scary guy just casually walked away. <laughs> no idea what happened to either of them. Alarms went off and went back to their cells. And, yeah. Alright. So this next one, I do not feel bad about. At all. And you'll see why. Boiling hot peanut butter dumped on a sleeping child molester's face. The screaming and thrashing was pretty intense. The idea is that you can't wipe it off or something to negate the damage caused. It's going to burn deeply and in my opinion, that was worse than watching a guy on the bench press take a 35 pound kilogram, I don't know what fucking kilogram is, this is Merck, plate smashed to the skull repeatedly. They spelled skull wrong. He was dead pretty quickly, quick, quickly, quickly. The peanut butter burned is a permanent disfigurement that will have months of pain and suffering. Good. 
Don't fucking touch kids. And don't abandon kids either. Sorry. I want to see the comments, because I swear if anyone's defending this dude, I'm going to be pissed. Of course not. They're just like, oh, how do you warm it up? Like, of course. Of course they're not fucking Oh, there's one right there. Pedo deserved it. Yes. LMAO-based all child monsters deserve this. Yes. True. This is what they should get. Instead of like two, three years prison sentences. Burn the fuck out of them. Carterize their genitalia. This one's pretty crazy. I haven't read it, but I recognize its name. I don't know if this counts, but my dad was in prison with Richard Speck. Who is, if you don't know, an American mass murderer who brutally murdered and raped eight nurses. My dad told me during his prison time, Speck bragged about what he did all the time and said that prison was a wonderful vacation for him and he would do it all again if given the chance. Um, and I've, I haven't seen it, but I heard on a podcast there's a video of him dressed up like a woman and probably letting people take turns, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway... <clears throat> I was never in prison, but in jail a bit for drug charges. I was in my 30s, but my bunkie was a really nice 19-year-old kid in there for selling drugs. He seemed a bit over his head, but introduced me to the jits. I don't know what the fuck that is. It says, I don't know anymore. Anyone. I didn't know anyone. I don't know if that's a gang. I don't understand prison lingo. And we'd play cards and shit. He had a real high bond. And one day, they said to get his shit, he got bail. He didn't know who, but I was so happy for him. The next morning, the CEO told me that he was shot and killed that night. It was confirmed on the evening news. Really fucked me up, I guess. I can guess who got him bailed. So, I don't know. I don't like I don't like that. Because what, I saw someone take a hot pot, fill it up with baby oil, added a pound of sugar and some magic shave, bring it to a boil, then splash it in a person's face. It literally melted the guy's face off. This happened around 1999. Fuck. I, I, do you guys remember? There was a show. I don't know if it's still around. I think it was called Sex Send Me to the ER. Fucking funny show. And there was one where this lady, or maybe a guy, warmed up like one of those giant gummy bears in the microwave. And if you don't know, if you warm up sugar, that shit stays hot as fuck. And they poured it on each other. Third degree burns. Either on the titties or on the man titties. I don't know. Damn. Damn. Hold on. I got to text my wife because she's at the grocery store. And I want some chippies. Chippy chip chips. Never mind. She's not going to answer because she's probably home. Um, someone asked, what does the magic shave do? Chemical burn. It's a hair removal powder that you mix in with water and a paste. It's typically marketed towards black men because it's made for coarser facial hair. Damn. Oh, fun fact. If you have a vulva, you really don't want this in your inner labia. I am speaking from experience. Oh, I was in Cook County Jail long, long ago, and a guy ate a bunch of it to kill himself. Shit. Okay, let me find some more. 
knew a guy who managed a small factory near a big prison and hired a lot of ex-cons. He told me he'd hire murderers or burglars because they got their job done without any problems. That's not a story. That's just a fact. I don't know if I clicked a comment. My mom worked with a former corrections officer. He said the guys who were in for murder were usually the ones who were the least trouble. Most of them had been in a gang or criminal organization because of lack of opportunity, ended up in a situation that got out of hand. Excuse me. They regretted what they'd done, spent a lot of time, blah, blah. Um, I'm not seeing any more stories. Okay, they're just talking about... Okay, okay. I was sitting in the TV room in the feds, federal. The inmate phones in this particular institution are situated in little phone booths. No idea why, but on the move, a guy ran up in the housing unit and stabbed a guy 15 or so times. Three in the face. Dude couldn't go anywhere. Slumped immediately. Second. So the second story. Not of the, not of the facility. The second story he wrote. Okay. Second, two guys in the kitchen made a bet that one of them wouldn't go through the commercial dishwasher. Guy took the bet and went through. Came out the other side as one human-sized blister. 100% of his skin was blistered full of juice. Like a gusher. He was airlifted out in bubble wrap suit. I'm sorry, that's funny. I was fresh in at the time working in the kitchen. When this happened, but I wasn't in the dish room. The blood-curdling scream as the dishwasher cycled. Ten years later, still fucks me up. That is funny. Oh, that's not actually funny. Here's an update for that one. So the guy that went through the dishwasher had some sort of mental disability. I don't remember as I never met the guy. But if I had to guess, I'd say he was on the spectrum. Oh, fuck. Now I feel really bad. Go ahead and go to the next one. I am not a con, but my dad told me when he was upstream, guards informed them that they had high case child rapists coming in. When the guy got there, he ended up being this old white man walking with a cane. He did not last very long. They killed him in the courtyard. Yes. Someone commented, the guards basically ordered a hit on that guy. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. I watched an interview from a dude who just wouldn't die. He was arrested on suspicion of killing a cop. Well, he ended up getting shot in the face by a cop while he was in custody. He didn't die. He got called into the church wing of the prison alone, escorted by officers, handcuffed. His long-lost brother walked in, who was a cop, and beat the shit out of him for ruining the family name. Then the guards pulled him from his cell to fight him. The officers circled him. While he went one-on-one with a big guard, the inmate actually started winning, so the guards took out a baton and cracked the inmate's skull. In the end, he actually got out of prison and is free. It's a crazy story. I don't remember his name. But it's on one of those YouTube channels where they interview criminals. criminals. Edit. Point is, some guards don't give a fuck about law and order. CO here. Had a guy 
stick a full-size two-inch pencil on his leg the long way, oh, inserted it into his thigh and shoved it under the skin till he couldn't see it anymore. <laughs> Took him to the hospital to have it removed. Days later, he did the same thing in the same hole with a rubberized pencil. A rubberized pencil? What? Rinse and repeat. Hospital removes it again. A couple days later, while on active suicide watch, he managed to jam a part of a styrofoam cup playing cards and cocking from the cell window into his leg pocket. <laughs> leg pocket. <laughs> Took him to the OR. Doctors pulled out another inch of wood pencil. Pencil lead and fragments of God knows what out of there. I don't even know what the hell was all was in there. Edit. Obviously major me mental health concerns there. So yeah. That is... Oh, there's a comment to that. Had a guy like that like that at the maximum where I worked at, except he, sh his stick, shick, the thing he would do was shoving anything and everything up his dick. <sighs> he was my first hospital trick about trip about a week into the job. No. Not myself, but my friend did seven and a half years at a notoriously violent prison. I'm just going off memory now. But there is a canteen area where you go to buy things. Only like certain amounts of the day. They had inmates called PCs, protective custody. Usually they were criminals or pedophiles. Anyways, to get to the can I'm very... I have a lot of phlegm, I'm sorry. When I talk a lot, I get a lot of spittle. I don't want to spit all over my camera or my mic. Anyway. Anyways... Oh, it's funny. I said anyways, but the story said anyways, anyways. To get to the canteen, you have to walk through a hallway that has security do doors on both ends. The other end is the canteen just past the door. PCs were only allowed to go to the canteen at a specific time for their own safety. Fuck them. I can't remember why, but this one time, they had to go with General Pop. The PCs had to walk through this long hallway with them during the walk. Suddenly, the prison window locked down. All the doors locked in the prison, including the doors behind them, in front of them. I don't remember if he said there was a guard there or not, but either way, it didn't matter. There is no way for the PCs to escape, and general population inmates took their opportunity to beat the living shit out of the PCs in this lockdown hallway. There were multiple severe injuries, one death. Should have been more. My friend wasn't part of the brutality, but they were knocking out teeth, breaking their fingers laughing as they had told them to pick up their teeth with the broken fingers. Prison justice. Making them eat their own or each other's blood, stripped them naked, pissing on them. One PC was beaten so bad he went into a coma and passed away only days later, a day later. Others had broken legs, arms, etc. What troubled me quite a bit was my friend telling me how much blood was everywhere. It stained the floors and hallways. And the nickname was Blood Alley after that. Here's another one. Quote, be me skinny white kid. I hate when people start shit like that. Like, be me. Shut the fuck up. Just tell the fucking story. Got back from my job in the canteen filling orders to everyone in my unit making O shapes with their hands. Didn't understand. I don't either. Let's keep reading. Got to my cell. CO unlocked it. There's a massive black guy loudly sleeping on the top 
Bunk says, oh yeah, you got a new roommate, and then slams the door shut. That makes sense why he said that now. He was actually chill, and oddly enough, he never asked for the bottom bunk status, so I actually got a lot of credit in the unit for that. But for those first few days, it turns out those O shapes, oh, <laughs> I should have guessed, where people tell me how big my asshole was going to be when he was done with me. The first two months in, also being the front unit of the place, seeing all the ambulances come and go after code yells and blues. In fact, just the code blue blues being called and everyone having to go back to their cell knowing somebody is getting fucked up enough to need an ambulance. What does that have to do? It's like he did his story and was like, fuck it, I'm not doing that. Ended with a different story that didn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I am stressed. Stressed, depressed, and some lemon zest. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I'm checking the socials. Eight hundred and ninety-five followers on Instagram. That's cool. Oh. God damn. Didn't mean to do that. Um sorry. I just like to check and see how the socials are going. Because I'm the one who does social media. Brian's uploading the YouTube video right now. Anyway. Relayed by a friend, but he said the craziest thing about prison is how you inevitably meet someone who is more psychotic or sociopathic than the next guy. You think you've seen it. Met some bad dudes on the streets, but there's always bigger fish. Oh, I thought it was going to be his whole story, but whatever. Not terrifying. But once a water main near the prison broke in late afternoon and the white shirt on duty, the senior administrative correctional officer just kind of decided to believe that the problem would eventually would get fixed. God damn it. Jesus, sorry. Just kind of decided to believe that it, the problem would Get fixed quickly enough that no emergency steps were needed. This was summertime in Florida, BTW. Just spell out, by the way. Take five seconds. Within maybe five hours, the toilets were overflowing with shit. And people were literally shitting on newspapers. It's funny because he put overflowing with feces and then literally shitting on newspapers. On the ground like dogs. It was hot. Flies are everywhere. And the only water we received before 10 a.m. the following morning was a single four-ounce half cup. Don't go to prison then. After the incident ended, a handful of inmates initiated the grievance process, which was first to build up a lawsuit. Those inmates were individually brought before the head administrative white shirt guy and told in no uncertain terms that if they proceeded with the legal process, they would be beaten to death and the paperwork would reflect that they had died while attempting to kill a corrections officer. Didn't that actually happen, though? I spent time in county for misdemeanors. During my first week, an alcoholic died in the cell below me. We could hear him moaning and calling for help, and the guards had been in multiple times. The last time I heard the guard tell, him, tell the bum to deal 
with his bad choices like a man, the man had a seizure and died in that cell in a pool of shit. The following week, the jail was on lockdown, inmates were rioting in their cells, fire sprinklers were broken, and the pods flooded. I saw multiple inmates hauled out after being peppered and subdued. The guards left the inmates not participating alone in their cells, just bored. This all happened in a relatively small town jail, population 80,000. Doesn't seem too small. The man who died was a well-known homeless fixture. He was known for getting petty charges to have a warm bed. Not an ex-con, but prison admin staff. Right before I started working there, a man was on a classification override in my facility, meaning he was too dangerous to be at this prison, but got there for some reason. He was psychotic and talking nonsense to his two cellmates. When all of a sudden he screamed, he was the devil and gouged out a man's eye while the other cellmate was frantically hitting the emergency button. Responding staff had mandated in-house therapy as a result. Horrific! That's what it says, I'm not saying that. Another, when I was working, a young man in our... A young man in for gang stuff brutally beat to death an old man who was just admitted for child crimes. Turns out, the man raped this kid's younger sister. They didn't have the same last name. She wasn't listed to classification staff, so no new responding staff said his head was kicked in so hard it was unrecognizable and the consistency of jello. You know what I say? Fuck him! Good. I saw a dude get his head caved in in his cell. A new inmate had come in and refused to show his papers. Which basically has, like, why you're arrested. Because they asked that. So if you're, like, a pedo, they'll fucking murder you. Another inmate came and said he was in court with him and said he was a pedophile. Later that day, the keys, as we call them, told him that he needed to roll his shit up, basically ask for protective custody. He refused. Later that night, after we were all in our cells, his cellie took a pencil and stabbed him in the eye. Sorry, I'm trying to get a better light. I I know you guys don't want to see my pretty face, but that's better. Apologies, but, you know, I don't want to look like some fucking weirdo. Told him that he needed to roll shit up, basically asked for protect custody, took a pencil, stabbed him in the eye. Then pulled him off his bunk, smashed his head against the wall till there was nothing left. Once he was done, he called the CO, CO over the intercom and let them handle everything. I could see this through our window as they were across the cell from us. Um, okay. I mean, let me just scroll. My bunk was close to the corner where everybody came to fight or whatever. So this one guy claimed that he was a gang member, but it was discovered that he was a false flagger, so the gang members put him in the corner and took turns beating and raping him. He was in the infirmary for about a week. When he came back... Hold on, I gotta move my computer over. Uh, He was in the infirmary for about a week. When he came back, the gang got him all over again. He was in the infirmary for about a week. 
when he came back, the gang got him. Oh my god, I'm just re-reading it. <clears throat> That's why I hate reading. I promise there aren't many things more terrifying than hearing a grown man scream while he's being raped. Um, I'm sure there's more things more terrifying. People are like, this poor man. Like, Whatever, I guess I should be more nice so I don't get cancelled in case people are too sensitive. But you know what? It's America. My podcast. I can say what I want. Right? I don't know. Please don't cancel me. A white kid got absolutely destroyed for accidentally sitting on the front bench of the TV area on a second day. They waited for rec, recreation. They started walking with him. Every lap they made, more guys would tag along. Then once, in the blind spot, they jumped him. Six to seven guys beating this kid up, about 120 pounds. They were climbing up the fence, jumping down on his head. He was out within the first few seconds, but they kept beating on him until the CEOs gassed everyone. Um, they snapped his lower back, and he is now in a wheelchair. All for not knowing better. Hold on. This fucking cord. I'm very OCD when it comes to my desk. It's a very small desk. He's all the first one. This snapped his lower back. He's on a wheelchair. All that for not knowing better. The worst part as I ever heard was a grown man being raped. One night he refused to pay for protection fee and three dudes raped him. They stabbed him in the ass and with a toothbrush shank. Dang. Yeah, that's some scary shit. Even if, like, you go to prison for something that's not... Like, if you rob a bank or something. Or, like, anything. Obviously, if you're a chomo, as they call them. Go into pop, the gen pop, and just get murdered. But if, like, you do anything else, I would expect I want protect custody. Because I'm not going to pay for protection. I don't want to get my butthole stretched. Do you know a raccoon can fit in your asshole if you try hard enough? Yeah. Um, uh, is my wife home? I don't know. I'm excited. I want food. Pretty tame compared to what I've been reading, but I was in a juvie correctional center. Not juvie. Think long-term sentences for juveniles. So, like, prison before kids. That makes sense. Where a buddy of mine was on a unit that was short-staffed, so he had to be on the sex offender unit. While he was there, he told me that the pedophiles would joke with each other that your victim was seven years old. Oh, yeah, your victim was four. Oh, fuck, I'm not reading the rest of this. Oh. As someone coming, no wonder they get murdered in prison. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I need to re-read these first because that that threw me for a fucking loop, man. For a loop. Let's see where my wife is. Is she home? Is she home? I don't know. We use the find my location thing so we can make sure each other's still alive since I drive all over Utah and doesn't like to work. So that's good. It always looks like she's off in the fucking river or in a field. 
scares the shit out of me. She's a terrifying driver. Kind of. I love her, though. Um, Sorry, give me a second. Oh. Let's read a couple more and then I'll end this mini-episode. I've had fun, though. I like this. I work in jails across the country, but there are many unsettling moments between violent, violence between inmates, suicide, psychosis. I remember trying to teach a nurse one day, and an inmate kept screaming, Put your eyeballs back in your head, bitch. They're rolling around on the floor. But the moment that sticks out by far for me, one day I was helping a doctor when she was helping her patients. I tried to stay out of the room so that I'm not interfering with her work. For some reason, the specific patient that she was working with had stuck out of my mind. Had proofread, people. No, I lost my place because I got mad. Though I've seen hundreds a day during med pass where I follow a nurse from cell to cell, I specifically remember seeing this man. He was relatively young, very polite, which is what stuck out to me. He always said, hello ma'am, how are you, thank you, please, etc. I remember looking at the chart to see what his name was. I rarely remember names, but I actually feel like it's better not to. Anyways, I'm standing in the hallway outside the doctor's office. When another patient who was sitting on the bench waiting to be seen says to me, Stay away from that blank. They bleeped something out. I can't see what it is. I don't know. He's a crazy motherfucker. I laughed because it's one inmate telling me to stay away from another one. I don't even let anybody stand behind me or within five feet of me. My laughing changed his tone. He got a lot more serious. His voice raised in intensity and says, No, I am serious. Stay away from that motherfucker. He is crazy. Okay, point taken. I nod my head, and in that moment, thankful for the the masks because of the pandemic, whatever, that hide my reaction. Not a moment later, the corrections officer came waltzing down the hallway, swinging his keys in his hand, whistling, Oh, hey, that's body bag lag. Name slightly changed for privacy. My eyes immediately widened. I googled him later. That man had a girlfriend. She got pregnant. She didn't. Let him see the baby when it was born. He wanted custody. He and his family, mom, dad, and brother, planned and successfully executed all ten of her family members. Anyone who could possibly get the baby before he would receive custody. Maybe I'm misremembering. But I think it worked. I believe he had custody of the kid for a while until he himself came forward and confessed through his whole family under the bus. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's the Pinkton Massacre. Yeah, because someone commented that. That's crazy. Yeah, that was that was a crazy story. I remember listening to that on a podcast. We'll do this last one, then I'll end it here. I saw a guy get attacked by a dog for taking a banana out of the dining hall. A dog? What? CEO told the guy to stop, and something in the inmates in the inmates' movements triggered this dog. Oh, an actual dog. And it attacked him. As he screamed for help, the unit manager piled on him and put an elbow on his neck as he bled on the stairs. This was at a minimum security camp where there shouldn't have been a dog in the first place. 90% of these inmates were alcoholics or drug dealers. I didn't even know they had, like, just dog, like, cop dogs randomly with them. I 
Like, I figured, like, if they're searching you, but not just randomly. I don't know. And this particular inmate was already on medication that made him pretty drowsy and out of it all the time. And as the result of this encounter, they sent him into the hole, upped his dosage to where he couldn't remember his name or where he was, and slapped him with an assault charge for struggling against the unit manager while he was pinned and being mauled. And it all conveniently happened in a blind spot of the prison where cameras don't reach. I think about this to this day. I met some pretty fucked up people I was in, and the worst of them were the ones running the place. Brian just texted me. What does he want? Aww. He sent me his wedding invitation. Because he's getting married soon. That's cool. I'm so excited for that. And I'm going to go to his wedding. Unlike him, who did not come to my wedding. I'm just I always give him shit for that. Okay, let's find one more. I was inside a female prison, so my perspective is a little different. For one, all prisoners are different, from county level to state and federal. I was in state for most of my time. A couple of things were pretty terrifying. For one, the amount of sex between guards and inmates was ridiculous. It was consensual in that they both said yes, but it can never really be consensual when it's a guard and an inmate. The power difference is just too much. You couldn't really say no either. It's not that the guards would retaliate, but it's that they wouldn't protect you when another inmate or group of inmates attacked you. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Like, I, this is just me, but I think... That men should be guards at men's prisons and women guards at women prisons. Just because that's fucked up. I've heard a lot of stories on this podcast I used to listen to. It's not on fucking the podcast app I use anymore. There's a story from this lady who actually follows me on Instagram. I think there was something like that. I can't remember. It's been a long time. That shit's so fucked up. That's like, you know what I mean? I'm not a feminist at all. But that's fucked. Man. That is fucked. Anyway, the really creepy thing in mine was the pedophile lady. She was a a lifer. No one actually messed with her because it seemed like the guards were on her side for reasons we suspected. Blowjobs, I bet. She was always really friendly to new inmates, particularly younger-looking petite inmates, for reasons you can imagine. They were owned by her if... They let them like a small gang in jail. They all had the same prison tattoo, which I didn't realize until I was in the shower with them. Uh, Oh, so someone commented, what reasons? I'm guessing she pimped out the girls to the guards. That, Yeah, I could see that. I was held without bail in county jail for two weeks. We get to watch TV during rec. We were watching the news one day when this guy was arrested for killing a judge's brother by stabbing. He was a mean-looking skinhead with neck and face tattoos. Next day, he is now my cell block looking extremely on edge. Turns out the guy he killed sexually assaulted a female member of his family, although set to get a prison sentence, he killed for his family's honor. 
that makes sense. Well, I'm going to end it here because we're just about at 40 minutes. So, thank you for listening if you listen to this one. I know you guys like Brian's more because he's funny, which is fine. I get it, you know. But please listen, follow, subscribe, rate five stars. Even if you don't like us, rate us five stars and then write a shitty review. And then I'll read them and laugh because I think that shit's funny. It's a show, so I don't see why people, whatever. Just listen to it, like it, share it with people, share it on social medias or on Twitter and Instagram. Killer Con Pod. We have a Facebook group that you have to request to join. And there's a Facebook page you can like and follow. Um, there's YouTube, obviously. So follow that, like, you know, share it, subscribe. I don't fucking know. Do all those things. Um, the link. I don't fucking know. I can't put it in the thing. But anyway, thank you for listening. We'll be back next Sunday, hopefully, if everything goes right. And that will probably be a conspiracies episode. So if you have any requests or case suggestions or conspiracy theories, let me know. Just email me, killerconpod at gmail.com, or message me on Instagram. If you want to be a guest to tell your conspiracy theory, that's fine. We would love to have guests. That way we can help this podcast grow, you know, share listeners, all that good shit. So let me know. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to post this. Thank you for listening. Toodles.